This podcast is brought to you by WeTube. If you have ever gotten your content banned, demonetized, or removed from platforms like YouTube, this is the app for you. You can make a channel for free and gain over 300,000 subscribers like the other popular WeTubers on the platform. It's free and you can get paid for your videos with a promise of never getting deleted. That's WeTube available on Apple and Android platforms. Again, this is a platform for censored content creators by censored content creators. If you love cannabis like we do here at High TV and Hep International, check out WeTube today, the platform for weed content creators. Now back to the show. Hi, welcome back to High TV, where we bring you everything cannabis, aka cannabis news. Now, now we can't say CNN because, of course, or oh, I can't say CNN because that's an instant lawsuit. But you guys get the picture. So we have a great episode for you today. First story of the day: we're going to talk about how the UFC has partnered up with Aurora Cannabis in conducting a cannabis study to see how it can affect their athletes positively. Now, y'all know opioid addictions is a thing going around not only America, the opioid epidemic, right? But it's also affecting professional athletes. And our next story will be about how the federal lawmakers are finally, thank God, finally. Looking into a federal decriminalization bill. Yes, federal, which means that on a federal level, weed will be decriminalized, which means you can fly up and oh, I don't know what laws will happen, but you won't get arrested for taking weed across state lines because it's federally decriminalized. And that means that people who have weed records will get expunged. So, yo, if you got if you got a, a, a rec, if you have any criminal record due to weed, that could be gone in a matter of a few years. Now, of course, they say that they're talking about it, which means that they're going to argue about it, have a vote. First vote's going to fail. The next president's going to come in. They're going to probably have to get reelected and they will legalize cannabis. You know, that's just how it goes. Right. If you remember in the 2016 election, everybody was still a little antsy about, you know, admitting to, you know, being supportive of cannabis. And the reason being is, let's be honest, most people that go out and vote are older folk. All right. For some reason, for some reason, let's be real. Politics doesn't really engage the youth unless the youth feel like they're being oppressed. Now, the youth is so focused on social media that real life consequences that include our fucking, I mean, excuse me, our president, uh, doesn't really matter to them. So these these, these uh, politicians may flirt with the idea of cannabis uh, legalization, but I'll believe it when I see it, because as you know, it's all about a game. It's all about selling the dream. And that's what these politicians do best now our last story will talk about how university students at in quebec in canada where it's legalized by the way have discovered flavonoids containing cannabis that can be 30 times stronger than aspirin yo if weed is not a miracle plant i don't know what is man in hemp hemp can do so much and then the cannabis plant itself has so many medicinal properties i know the pharmaceutical companies are shaking in their boots they're biting their fingers they're sweating because you know what cbd is coming after them all right it's right 
<laughs> is breathing right down their necks. All right, so let's get into the show. All right, we're going to talk about first the UFC. Now, as you know, the UFC is not the first professional league to allow their athletes to use CBD for recovery. The first league was the, Nas the National Professional Basketball Association or Basketball League. Um, that's the other basketball league, not the NBA. The NBA only flirted with the idea. You know, the uh, David Stern ex-commissioner said, I might look into it. Or, you know, Sterling said, I might look into it. So I'm not really too hype on the NBA hype. But another basketball league, even more popular than what I just mentioned, the Big Three, made by the OG Ice Cube himself, Mr. Friday, Mr. Twinny Twin Twin. Not going to finish that last part. But, but yeah, I know we're a little shaky on Ice Cube when he started making Are We There Yet. Like, yo, you the biggest gangster in the world. Niggas with attitude. Damn, I said. Anyway, <laughs> you the biggest dude in uh, NWA, and now you in Are We There Yet? But guess what? He already he, he earned back his gangster by making his own basketball league. It's a 303 basketball league with retired NBA players. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just because you're retired from the NBA doesn't mean you can't play basketball at a highly competitive level, and that's what the Big Three is. And the Big Three uh, was announced that they were going to allow players to use CBD to improve their inflammation and help them with recovery because, after all, they're older athletes who have had professional athlete injuries. So having CBD in their back pocket is the best thing you can do for these players because guess what? It is a good investment to have your players not be addicted to opioids and be able to recover longer so that they can play harder. And that's exactly what I think the UFC chairman, Vanna White, did with partnering with Aurora. Now, shout out to all my pot stock fam who have invested in cannabis companies such as Aurora, Canopy Growth, Tilray, the list goes on and on. Hexo, I can go on for days, folks. And we all invested into these companies in at their baby toddler stage and hoping that when they reach their adult stage that they reach Facebook level valuations and Facebook level prices. But enough stock nerd stuff, back to the story. So as you know, Aurora Cannabis is a company based out of Canada Canada where cannabis is legal now because cannabis is legal in the in Canada they're allowed to do a, a bunch of studies that we weren't we aren't allowed to do now now typically how this works is uh, scientists laboratories are funded their research by people who are in business or in, in the industry that want to see this information and you know re relatively use the information to help le legitimize their companies and legitimize their efforts and overall legitimize the industry and so that's what we're seeing coming out of Canada. So Aurora did a very, very smart move. If you remember, Canopy Growth not too long ago announced that, hey, look, we're going to creep into the American cannabis industry, even though it's still federally legal. Now you're like, yo, whoa, whoa, how can you do that? Now, CBD has been legal in America ever since 20, the 2018 hemp bill passed, which legalized hemp and the extracts that come from it, mainly CBD. And now we're seeing Canopy Growth, the, used to be the largest cannabis company in the world, now, you know, move into the cannabis space in America with CBD. So how does this tie back into Aurora? Now, Aurora, like you said, if you're a cannabis company, you want to be big papa, all right? You want to be not the biggest guy on the block, but you want to be competitive, all right? Even in business, it's a competitive game, just like MMA fighting is. They are throwing throwing uppercuts, throwing hooks. I mean, listen, they're doing flying elbows, all right? Just like what Cureleaf did by making that big acquisition. If that wasn't a, a, a crazy grapple, I don't know what was. Now, these bad puns aside, or metaphors, whatever you want to call them, it's all due to paint the picture of you guys seeing what's going on in the market. Aurora Cannabis sees Canopy creeping into American uh, 
into America with CBD, and so Aurora is going to do the same. Do you think the UFC is going to only have access to Aurora CBD products? I think not. I mean, do athletes use opioids way too much? Yeah. Are they getting addicted to opioids? Yeah. Are they uh, damaging their livers and kidneys? Yeah. Shout out to Draymond Green for that interview. That was legendary, if you guys didn't catch the reference. But absolutely, absolutely. So Aurora made a very shrewd, smart business move in partnering with the UFC. Now, the way it's going to work is the UFC is going to fund Aurora, just like I mentioned how typically studies go. And this funding is going to be due to studying how CBD affects um, MMA athletes with their wounds, with their recovery, and overall reducing inflammation. And like I mentioned how Ice Cube allowed CBD in his league, in my opinion, to lengthen the careers of those players playing in his league, Vanna White wants to do the same thing. Because if you're taking kicks from massive, massive athletic men, like you're not just playing contact sports, you're literally fighting each other. Like you're throwing punches, kicks, and these people are trained. Like, did you not see that dude on, on, on the UFC reality show rip a door off its hinges? That's how strong and violent these people are. So if there's anybody out there who wants or needs CBD, it's MMA fighters. And look, CBD is not really new to uh, the MMA world at all. For instance, I myself have gotten DMs and messages from people thinking, you know, I was a bigger CBD, a big CBD company, when in fact, I'm just a, you know, educator on, on uh, Instagram. And they're like, hey, you know, I'm, I am Fix One from Serbia and I would like for you to sponsor us. Like, all right, bro, I get it. I respect the hustle, but that's not my game. And it's beneficial to both parties. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm tell you why. The reason why it's beneficial is if you are an MMA fighter, chances are if you're not at the if you're not the top, top tier, you're not Conor McGregor, you're not Anderson Silver, you know, you're not any of these big, big names, you probably still have a second job outside of MMA fighting, right? Your life is MMA fighting, but you have to have you have to pay the bills to survive, right? So having a CBD company sponsor you, sponsor your trips, you know, your plane rides, your bus rides, sponsor your trainers, pay your trainers, you know, and CBD companies get to benefit also because their logos can be put on their shorts, on their robes. I mean, you know when you used to watch HBO fighting back in the day and they used to walk into the ring and have their entourage music playing. I remember, you know, this dude Mayweather had Bieber on his money team and 50 Cent and all these other big names. Well, that's a great marketing opportunity because, as you know, humans are very primal in a sport like MMA fighters feeds into that our primal, our primal nature. And therefore, having your brand at the forefront either on their bodies or even better sponsoring the fight itself and having your logo center stage like alcohol companies do because as you know alcohol companies have a hard time advertising because of their nature same thing with cannabis and i don't think it's going to change that much where you see instagram and facebook banned cannabis so do a bunch of other you know advertising outlets that's why you see things like boxing and ufc fights have budweiser in the middle of the ring because where else are they going to advertise but a sport like boxing where chances are you're watching in a bar but back to cbd so yes, athletes benefit because they find they, they finally get their sponsoring, they finally get to get the money they need to fight and be competitive, and CBD companies get the exposures that they have been desperately, uh, desperately kept from for such a long, long time. So this is a big move for, you know, 
UFC fighters, it's not really a surprising move. We all seen it coming. You know, if you have UFC athletes hitting up people on Instagram that desperate for sponsorship, you guarantee you the bigger names in the UFC, which is a large, large league, do the same thing. So smart move by uh, Vanna White to extend the, the lifetime value of his athletes. Let's be honest, it's an investment for the guy. And uh, good move by Aurora by entering the CBD space. Now, on Instagram, I even had a comment like, yo, I watched a, a documentary on Vice and the athlete who was retired said, yo, I used to smoke right before games. Cause guess what? It removed my anxiety. As you know, performance anxiety is a thing. If you're playing on the most competitive level of your field, you're gonna have anxiety and be pretty nervous. But of course it helped him recover after games and even get ready for, you know, two a days, two a days him get ready for back-to-back -back NBA games. And he said, yo, 90% of the league smokes. I mean, of course, you're smoking um, on the offseason so that they don't get drug tested. And during the season, they'll probably back off because they don't want to get in trouble. But hey, that's no here nor there. The point is, we do, we do not want to create millionaire drug addicts. We don't want to destroy these people's bodies. They're already destroying and putting their bodies on the lines for their families by competing in this sport. We don't need something like painkillers who killed the, the late great prince to kill off these athletes earlier than they had to. I mean, look, CTE is a thing. You know, I mean, we all watched wrestling as a kid. We saw how Chris Benoit was the dopest, one of the dopest athletes. My favorite was John Cena, of course, because he was hip hop, but who doesn't like a hip hop? You know what I'm saying? And then unfortunately, Chris Benoit took the life of himself and his family. And then they found during his autopsy, the amount of damage that he had in his brain. I mean, if you're flying on top of steel cages, you're fucking yourself up. And you know these guys are practicing these moves before they do it. So that's the amount of pain that they're going through. So listen, CBD is a godsend. CBD is mainstream. We got Kim Kardashian having her CBD-themed baby shower. I mean, CBD is here to stay. And I'm amazed to see how fast it's grown and how widespread it is. We're seeing it at Kroger, Walmart. It's now in CVS and Walgreens. And it's only going to spread. We're gonna, I'm pretty sure it's in GNC already, if not right now. So we have another story for you coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This message is brought to you by Hemp International. We urge you to be safe if you're going to smoke black market vapes. Like myself, that's not an illegal state. That's what we have to refer to if we want to get our THC vaporizer fix. But listen, not all vaporizers are made equal. Some are good, some are bad. Just remember, be safe. This story comes from a few children in uh children, a few people in Wisconsin who have gotten sick and even one fell into a coma. We don't want that to happen to any of our high fam. All right. In fact, we have somebody who is a follower of Hemp International, a loyal follower, who is taking her due diligence to actually get the dank vapes tested. And she's from Wisconsin. We'll keep you guys updated. And as always, high fam, stay safe. Now back to the show. All right, back to the show. So in our second story, we're going to talk to you about a cannabis study that was done in Quebec that has shown... Yes, that have shown that there are flavonoids in cannabis that contain pain relieving properties. Now, because cannabis is legalized in Canada, it now allows for, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, if you were listening, 
it allows them to be funded at a much larger level. Not only is it these rich billionaires that potentially could invest in them, it's large companies. And, and these companies have to follow laws. I don't know how it works in Canada, but we have the SEC here and other re regulatory you know, uh, entities here to make sure these businesses are doing the right things. And when something becomes legal, you now free up the amount of money that can enter into not only the industry, but research as well. And especially in something like cannabis that is brand, brand new. So look, Israel, I know you guys are number one in the world for medical marijuana studies. Like you guys actually implement and give CBD to your at to your soldiers if they've ever gotten any damage to their heart or they're showing or they're showing any signs of heart arrh arrhythmia. But listen, Israel, you about to be blown into last place like the hair you. They like ever you ever heard the story of the rabbit in the hair? How the how the rabbit had a fast head start, looked to be far a part of the competition, but then ultimately lost the race. That's what Israel is going to be in this cannabis study game. For years, we have been propagating Israel for their work, and it was justified. They have done amazing, amazing thing, and are still number one in my opinion. But now coming out with studies like this in Canada, I can only imagine what's going to happen in the United States once it becomes legal. But let's focus on the present. So as the story goes, researchers at researchers at the University of Guelph. Listen, I'm, I meant I'm, I butchered that name. It's like a it's a it's a university in Quebec. I don't speak French, but I'm gonna try it. Researchers at the at the university at the University of Guelph in Ontario, it's in, I lied, it's not Quebec, it's in Ontario. Obviously, I can't read. Say that they have identified pain relieving flavonoids that are thirty times more powerful at reducing inflammation than aspirin. I mean, yo, if cannabis is not a miracle plant, listen, I don't know what is, because every day I'm hearing something amazing about cannabis. If it's not CBD helping with you know bone growth and you know hemp has the ability to build houses and make batteries and potentially be have create plastics 10 times stronger than steel listen cannabis is crazy so a part of me thinks that cannabis could possibly be from outer space the way it does so many things and more and more as the research comes out it makes much more sense why a plant like cannabis was illegal because yo if you are a conglomerate you are the big papa you are the king of the hill in the paper industry the oil industry the pharmaceutical industry and whatever else industry has been threatened by the possibilities of cannabis i'd be like yo we got to team up together and save our own asses our own companies and our own futures by banning cannabis because yo it's going to take away all the money from them and that's why we're seeing so much of these so many so many of these companies invest into the space because guess what they don't want to lose their place they're sitting nice and classy in their big penthouse skyscraper that costs multi-billions of dollars and they're seeing cbd build this <laughs> skyscraper look cbd is like a skyscraper that's only in a scaffolding uh, phase but only by its e even in his bones you can see how big and powerful and and luxurious this skyscraper is going to be i got some wild metaphors i know but hey you already know what it is with this podcast if you are a veteran listener so back to the to, to the topic i know i go on crazy tangents the researchers found that flavonoids called canflavin a and canflavin b chances are they're going to be called cfa and cfb like we have uh cannabidol called cbd so Canflavin A and Canflavin B, both non-psychoactive compounds, reduce inflammations. The flavonoids, now this shit was crazy. The flavonoids were first discovered in 1985, but researchers sat on this information because of the stigma 
associated with cannabis and Canadian drug laws. So imagine what information we're sitting on in America. For instance, you know the government has a patent on cannabis being an antioxidant, right? I mean, come on, what can cannabis do? If cannabis can pay back my student loads, please, please, researchers, tell me now, all right? Because a lot of people like myself can need that right now. You know, like, if you have any problem, just put CBD on it, it'll help. <laughs> oh, man, so uh, shout out to Canada for releasing this study. I mean, pain is a huge, huge issue, you know, in the world. As you get older, your body deteriorates like anything else on this planet. It decays. And chances are you're going to have much more pain as your mechanics in your body deteriorates. And of course, our number one option for pain is things like aspirin and ibuprofen and these other pain relievers. And if that's not strong enough, you move up to Motrin. If that's not strong enough, you move on Motrin. You move. I said Motrin, I meant morphine. Those are two different things. If the doctor ever switched your prescription from morphine to Motrin, you got to fire. You asked for Motrin, he gave you morphine. Like, yo, doc, you trying to kill me? All I had was a tummy ache. All right, all right, all right. Let me stop. Let me stop. But honestly, the possibilities are amazing because let's just say just how people have figured out that CBD had amazing properties and extracted it by itself is now going to be a race to see who can extract the most canflavin A and canflavin B. And who knows, canflavin A and canflavin B could ultimately end up being a, uh, a, a subsidiary compound in the formulations of different products, you know? like CBD is now. And CBD, even in recreational markets, still I see CBD as a big part of products because let's be honest, not everybody wants to get high out their mind and just take in diamonds, sauce, and THCA. People, some people like the nuanced feeling of having some CBD in your uh, formulation because guess what? Some of us have anxiety and too much THC makes us paranoid and bug the fuck out. Excuse my language. Don't know me curse here. I apologize. Sponsors, don't get pissed off. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so look out for canaflavin A and canaflavin B coming to a cannabis shelf near you. As we see, CBG is something that uh, is slowly bubbling into popularity. Reason being is CBG is a cannabinoid found in can cannabis that is the precursor towards other cannabis compounds. So imagine THC and imagine CBD as being the cells in the body. So before your cells decide to be a a hand cell or a hand cell very biological of me all right um when your cells decide to be a skin cell a muscle cell a brain cell what have you they have to start from somewhere right and so you've all heard of stem cells and stem cell research well the reason why stem cells are so friggin' cool is stem cells can turn into a multitude of cells like you know how kids you know have a bright future can literally become whoever they want to be that's what stem cells are right and depending on where they're located in the body determines what genes are turned on and what cells they differentiate into. And that's exactly what CBG is in a metaphor. It's not exactly like stem cells, of course, but it's very similar. So before you can have a cannabinoid turn into THC, which gets you high, and CBD that gives you medicinal properties and relaxes you, they are CBG. So the rule of thumb is if you include CBG into your diet, what you can do is not obviously turn to THC in your body, which would be hilarious and kind of cool, but scary at the same time because you'll never know when it, CBG decides to pop into THC. That was a bad popping noise. Pop into THC. The idea is our bodies makes our, make its own cannabinoids called uh, AG2 and... 
anandamide. That's our natural cannabinoids produced in our body that look similar to THC and CBD. That kind of re regulates the same thing. Mood, sleep, hunger, all that, right? So the idea is if you take CBG almost like a dietary supplement, you can control and increase the amount of cannabinoids in your body. And it's generally said or thought or theorized, this is not, you know, proven science peer-reviewed, but it's theorized that when you have something like depression, you have anxiety, and even autism in in, in, in some lights, which we've known is, benef is benefited by the administration of CBD, um, are caused by deficiency in your endocannabinoid system. And it's known, it's said that many Americans have a endocannabinoid deficiencies which lead to these other health elements in the future. So look out for that, canaflavin A and canaflavin B. I promise you there's no more ads coming up after this story, but we gotta pay the bill somehow, am I right? Gotta keep the lights on. Gotta keep the gas in the car until I can get a Tesla, then I gotta pump it with some electricity. So our biggest story of the podcast, which I'm super excited about, like, yo, could you imagine a world in which cannabis is finally decriminalized, in which you can travel, you know, across state lines with your weed? You can finally grow your cannabis the way you want to. If you have any type of cannabis criminal record, you can finally get it expunged and removed from your record. Now, we all know, and I've said it many times, those people with criminal records regarded to cannabis are exposed, exposed, are, 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 are marginalized and not let into jobs, cannot get certain loans for homes, cannot get federal loans to get into school and pay for school, and are barred from many opportunities in life. And for participating in something like non-criminal, or non, excuse me, not non-criminal, non-violent as cannabis, and to be harshly uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Harshly punished for your participation while now users in his legal state can make billions in it is very disheartening and sad, especially in the black and brown community, which I belong to. So with that being said, the story goes as this. Federal lawmakers propose a new decriminalization bill. Democratic Republic Jerry Nander and Senator Kamala Harris woot woot bullet bullet if you don't know Kamala Harris is Jamaican I'm Jamaican myself so of course I'm gonna have Kamala Harris in my vote I'm making it public I don't care I'm supporting Jamaicans anywhere they are it's not only Usain Bolt I want to root for alright if I can root for a president that's a way better version of R now that's, what, that's just my personal opinion I don't want to talk too much politics here I'm going to uh, vote for Kamala Harris. <laughs> I told my friend, yo, if you don't vote for Kamala Harris, I'm sending seven dread-headed Jamaicans named Donovan to your crib. Try me, all right? Because we ain't trying to end up with another Donald Trump. I'm just hashtag, I'm just saying, and praying. Anyway, so continuing on, Kamala Harris and Senator and uh, Re Republican Jerry Nandler are introducing a federal cannabis reform bill called the Moore Act. Love the name, by the way. Marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungement to both decriminalize cannabis and set up the expungement of prior cannabis convictions. Whoop whoop! You know, you know how many people are praying every day this gets passed. Like, do you know how many people who, who are who are talented, who are smart, who are you know great fathers, great mothers, who are not allowed to you know give their kids the opportunity or give themselves the opportunity, all because of a mistake they made with cannabis in the past. They can now have a bright future. Honestly, I'm amazed. And shout out to San Francisco and the other places around the country who have already expunged cannabis. Uh, low-level, non-violent cannabis crimes. You know, shout out to you guys. But the story continues. It also prevents federal agencies from denying patients 
excuse me, denying benefits to citizens citizens found using cannabis, deporting immigrants for cannabis-related convictions, and would establish a 5% cannabis tax on cannabis products to create grants for min minorities and low-income communities. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, yo, not only is this act going to expunge people, right? They want to implement a 5% tax across the country. Mind you, cannabis right now is a $20 billion industry, if I'm not mistaken, a probably $25 billion industry, and that number is growing every single year, right? They want to impose a federal 5% tax on cannabis products which will create grants for minorities and low-income communities. As you know, the war on drugs was hugely, hugely uh, uh, disproportionate in treatment towards those of my, who are minorities. Everybody knows this. So the way they plan to rectify this is by having this 5% tax. And I think that's great. So if I myself or you who look in the mirror and see a brown, tan, or colored skin, whatever you want to call it, whatever nationality you are that is not the predominant, you know, color in this country. I'm going to mention it. You already know. It rhymes with Blanco. <laughs> oh, I said it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um... But yes, if you are of black and brown descent and you want to start a cannabis company, you can possibly now get a grant to start your company. You can now get funded some money to start your company. And we all know that in these uh, low income communities that are unfortunately predominantly, you know, minorities, especially in the coastal cities, they don't have the money and, and, and the capital to enter the industry. As I mentioned two podcasts ago with, with the Jay-Z Calvia episode, yo, if I thought $60 was a fleece to apply for a master's program, $60,000 to apply to apply to be a cannabis business is a fleece, all right? Fleece and a half. I mean, it, it, it was reported that the federal, federal that the Florida cannabis uh, uh, business forget the organization, it was deemed unconstitutional because it cost upwards of $50 million. Like you, you, I feel like you have to say it with Dr. Evil Pinky on your, on your, on your left lip, you know, $50 million. <laughs> Man. So honestly, I'm excited. This is a huge opportunity, not only for Listen, it's a huge opportunity for everybody, and it is especially a huge opportunity if you belong to the minority community. So, obviously, I will keep you updated. I'll make, I will make—I said I was going to make posts on the Hemp Bees last week. I didn't get to. I've been a little, a little bit busy. I'm working on rescheduling myself and seeing where I can, you know, distribute time effectively to take care of my responsibilities. But I promise I would try and get that post up to you. But in the meantime, I urge you guys to check out our Instagram at Hemp International, one word, Hemp International, one word on Instagram. Leave us a DM. I love when you guys hit us up. Leave us messages. It feel like somebody's out there listening. I mean, the, the numbers show it. The numbers show that you guys are listening. However, I want more engagement. I want to connect with you guys, all right? Because we're all in this together. We all not only smoke cannabis, but hopefully a lot of us want to be in the industry. And the industry is growing, and it's a fast-growing industry in itself, no pun intended, and we do not want to be left out. So, of course, I myself have gone the media route because, you know, I'm so passionate. I feel like the information I get is 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 not only beneficial for me to know but for me to share and like i said if we're all in this together we're all helping each other out especially if we're black and brown because the odds are stacked against us now i'm not going to get into the race politics and all this other stuff because it's already known right studies have shown it sociological studies have shown it and the truth is out there if you seek to see it of course some others may get cognitive dissonance and ignore the facts but we all know what the truth is all right and if this federal 
uh, decriminalization bill called the More Act Pass. You listen, I'm going to be a happy man. You're going to be seeing me doing jumping jacks with a joint in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? I might get smoke in my eye, but I don't care. I'll be, I'll have one eye scrunched up like I'm winking and I'll be smiling ear to ear because I know not only myself, but people who look just like me can feed their families on something that they have been suffering so long with by being a participant a kid getting put in jail for two years for having a roach not the brown thing from men in black too all right more <laughs> no a roach in his car and, and getting sent to jail and getting his life uh 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 damage in the process you know and even jay-z understands understands this fact and that's why we're seeing him entering in, into the industry by partnering with calvia in order to provide these opportunities so i urge you if you wake up every day and roll up a blunt joint spark a spark a dab whatever you want to do if you have thc in your bloodstream at any time during this week i want you to look into a way to enter the industry you don't have to be a, a butt tender you don't have to you know uh, open up a dispensary. You can be in a, in an auxiliary business, like we mentioned, uh, Green TV in other episodes, which basically puts TVs in dispensaries and offers advertisements for cannabis companies that can advertise. <clears throat> cough, cough, like our podcast. You can also be in the soil industry, the LED industry, the accounting industry. If you're a lawyer, we need lawyers in this industry, all right? If you're a scientist, we need STEM fields. Like I myself, am, are, uh, I'm in the STEM field or graduated in the STEM field. We need guys like you and people like us to enter the industry because the more educated, the more passionate, the more real and serious they see we take this industry is the more likelihood that we would not you know, be taken as a joke. And that brings me to our last story of the day, which as you can see, is a sad story. It's one that uh, that's pretty tough to, to, to even say. And the reason why I say this is, all right, so we all know how it was to be a teenager, right? If you watch the show Euphoria on YouTube, you understand the lifestyle of a teenager. We go out, our whole goal is, we are many adults, right? We are pumping with hormones and our main goal is to enjoy with friends and hopefully, you know, interact with the opposite sex in a positive way, right? Or if you are, you know, LB, uh, I don't know the acronym, LBGQ uh, group, I apologize with my ignorance if you are even you're, you're just trying to get a lucky night let's just put it that way right we don't want to be um non-inclusive on this podcast or is that the right term but anyway a father caught his daughter smoking weed with a guy at a party and normally when this happens what, what do you do you punish your daughter you scream at her you tell her stay away from that guy he's bad news and it's normally a talking and a discipline given to the daughter unfortunately in this story, the discipline was given to the guy she was smoking weed with. And as you can tell by the tone of my voice, it didn't end well for this young man. The young man was 17 years old. And when a father discovered that he was smoking weed with his daughter like any guy would, I mean, let's be honest, when I was a teenager, listen, even now, I will, I would love to spark a blunt with a shorty just to get to know her, talk to her, chill, vibe, get to know how she is. So I feel like that's a way for us to connect. Where an alcohol, where with drinking alcohol, I feel like we disconnect from ourselves. And that's why we're able to act so freely. We're free of our inhibitions. Where cannabis, you are seeping deeper into yourself. And that's why it's such an intimate connection when you're meeting somebody and smoking. So for somebody of the culture, like ourselves listening, there's there's not much wrong with what is happening there, right? Because we've all we've all been through it as a teenager or as a young adult or even now. We have, we smoke with people who we like and want to get to know. This father took it upon himself 
to not only get into the child's face and scream at him for interacting with his daughter, smoking with his daughter. And listen, most fathers would joke around about saying, if you mess with my daughter, I'm going to kill you. This guy actually did it. This guy shot the kid five times in the body and one time in the head, amassing to six total shots at his 17-year-old. All he was doing was enjoying cannabis with a girl he liked. And chances are your daughter liked him too. As a father, how could you do something like this in front of your daughter? What is she going to think of you? How is she going to feel? She is now traumatized for the rest of her life and the family has lost her son all because he smoked some weed with someone else's child. I mean, I understand being upset. I understand screaming in a boy's face saying, stay away. This is my daughter and I love her. And I get it. Your daughter is your baby. You love her. You want to protect her. But there's no reason at all, at all for you to take measures and take life in your own hands. And even if you see this, listen, I had to delete the post from Facebook because it was just so disheartening and I left it at the end of the episode because it's news. And the reason why it's news is we as a community have to push for the legitimacy of this industry and of this plant. It's not just something for hippies. It's not just something for people to get high and like it's any other drug. This in, in some aspects for some people is spiritually uplifting. This is connecting people all around the world. This is healing people of their ailments on their deathbeds. We have, I've, I've just watched or learned of a story of somebody who can now walk because they had uh, some type of disease that kept them from walking and smoking weed gave them the strength that they needed to walk again. So if you're out there, make sure you are representing cannabis in a positive way so that stories like these cannot persist and cannot go on. Since killing a child just for smoking with your daughter is outright, outright insane and psychopathic. And that guy will pay his dues. Now, apparently he's, a, he's connected to the mob, so he, he's of that lifestyle. And I hope hopefully the mob isn't that powerful to where they can get this guy off for killing a 17-year-old, a child, who had so much future ahead of him. Well, anyway, not to end on a bad note, I think I'm, I I'm going to play the uh, outro this time just to boost your spirits up a little bit because that was a little sad. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Subscribe. We are on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Overcast. You name it, we are on it. All right, rate us five stars if you have Apple Music. And check out our Instagram, at Hep International, on Instagram, one word. Leave us a DM, leave us a comment. And as always, folks... Stay tuned and stay high. High TV. Peace. Hi, this is Devs from Habits International, and I hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode from Cannabis News Now. Now, we are looking for a unique quality CBD slash hemp brand that I'm sure our listeners and users on Instagram will love. Now, if you think you are that company, don't be afraid to reach out and hit us up at hempinternationalco at gmail.com or DM us at 
Amber International on Instagram. See you soon.